other tales. I'm Jeremy Green. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we kill children and then secretly resurrect them in a, in a time-shifting universe called The World. Uh, we're back talking about Uncanny X-Force. How are you, Gary? Uh, I'm doing good. We doing don't... good. Had a nosebleed before we started recording. That wasn't great. Uh, but I was, I was nice and distracted because I just pulled up the cover for this issue we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Did you get a load of Deadpool's package on the cover? Big this? old package. Jesus Christ, man. I never knew anybody like that, that, is, that, that is form that's, fitting down to his balls. <laughs> I never knew anybody that uh, stuffed their crotch, like put the sock down there or anything. But I feel like Deadpool would be that kind of dude. Like even if he was, if he was slinging massive meat, Deadpool seems like kind of guy who would just want to sling massive or meat via sock or something. Like add extra sock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I've seen somebody where I was pretty sure that they were stuffing something. Mm-hmm. You know, and the reason why I wasn't like, oh, you know, there cannot be dicks that big. I I'm familiar with the existence of huge dicks. The uh but it was more that the next time I saw them there it wasn't. Okay. And my my like if I was thinking of respect in terms of like a letter grade, it went down like two point two whole letter grades. So I was like, what kind of greasy, insecure 80s movie shit is that? I have to ask though, you know? like, was there a difference in what you were wearing when you saw this person? Because maybe it was about you. <laughs> He's a grower, not a shower. Maybe you were showing some oh, skin. He, he was just, I was just, well, I, I was washing his car in a bikini. That's what I was saying. So was, and then the second time yeah, you were like, just showed up without any makeup on. And guess what? Yeah. <laughs> Does, doesn't he get that kind of reaction? Didn't, didn't he, he didn't have an erection. He just had tons of like matter. Just just uh, like you know, a whole like, lot of a whole lot of bulge happening down there. Yeah. Just, just yeah. like it looked like a gigantic scrotum. Mm. Like he had grapefruit down there. You know, and, and that's a uh, that's the thing about stuff in the sock is it doesn't look like you have an erection. It looks like you have just like a bunch of matter. Yeah. Like a yeah. whole the whole kitten caboodle is just like a lot to deal with. It's also Ground very funny uh, just how fundamental of a misunderstanding that boys have that they think that that means anything at all for a significant amount of their lives. Like the fact yes. that like I was I think you and I have even talked about this. Like I was nervous about that as a kid. Um, and, and like it literally. I don't think any woman ever has been like, I would like oh. to meet this guy. And the oh, look, he has a huge cock. Now I'm definitely going to sleep with him. Like, maybe. <laughs> but it, it happens, but in weird, like, online fetish communities and shit, in my experience. Like, I've known some women who are, like, real into big dick, mm-hmm. you know? And the, and they're into it. But I, I have never, and, and I have, like, this is not a brag because it's not something I'm, like, happy about. Okay. But uh, and it's going to sound this is going to sound ridiculous. It's just a matter of fact, and it's pertinent to the conversation. Uh, I've had sex with a lot of women. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to the, brag uh, how big your dick was. Okay. Oh no, no, no. no. I, I'm not packing anything special at all. I thought you were going to say, but my I, 12 I, inches has never engendered that kind of reaction. <laughs> yeah, like, women are never like that. Sounds like a fucking nightmare. I, I'm very happy with like all parts of my dick, uh, largely because like. 50 women are happy. We're fine with it. You know, it's like it had sex with a lot of women. Never has anyone been like, oh man, what a disappointing dick. And I, and it's not like I'm like, you know, oh, they just wouldn't say that. It's like, no, they broke up with me for other reasons. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they stopped seeing me because of my personality, not because of my dick. Of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know? Uh, so yeah, it's not, uh, and also if I had like a way huger dick, I've thought about that before. Uh-huh. It just seems like a logistical nightmare to me. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I don't want it to be visible when I'm walking around. 
I don't want to have difficulty uh, putting it places I want to put it in sex. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I just uh, real comfortable with it. Yeah, I, I think like I think that's the the key to everything is just getting real comfortable with whatever that you have because it somebody's gonna love it, dude. Somebody's gonna really yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, like it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And so. and hey, there's a lot of stuff you can do that doesn't have anything to do with your dick, which is the thing I didn't understand as a kid. Yeah, you know that I just like sex was is just this. No, and it's no. like no, you know it's. It's actually like a pretty small percentage of it is that. And sometimes it involves um, just laying in bed and reading Uncanny X-Force by Rick Remender and then podcasting <laughs> yeah, about to, it. To, to each other at the same time, to completion. To um, completion, <laughs> absolutely. Completion. Hey, babe, get a load of Deadpool's balls on this cover. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. Uh, like, I don't. I prefer your balls. Thank you, honey. Thank Let's you, honey. We appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> uh we are we're skipping uh we're back talking about Rick Remender's X-Force. We are jumping around a little order because uh Marvel did an insane thing where they uh put out a series of 5.1 issues. They're starting in the Marvel Point 1 initiative uh which was to create jumping on points. Um and they just tell a canonical story in the middle of this that is not really a jumping on point that relies on knowing a lot of stuff that happened. <laughs> Uh, it's a good issue, but it's it's a weird stunt. Yeah, Marvel did, it, it's and it's weird to interrupt like because it's a five point one issue number five starts this with a new arc picking up after the end of the last arc, which we'll talk about in just a minute, and then six and seven just continue that arc as you might expect. Yeah. Uh, so like ha- to have this kind of sandwich in the middle felt really weird. So we just decided to cover it first, and then we'll run through the other arc. Um, do you want to yeah. catch up, everybody? What what what's been happening in Uncanny X Force? Yeah, we uh, we got it's Archangel and Wolverine's uh, kill squad uh, with uh, Deadpool, Phantom X, and Psylocke on board. Um, they went to go kill Apocalypse. They got some intelligence that Apocalypse was there. They met the final horseman, his new crew of good weirdos. And uh, when they got to Apocalypse, they found out he was a kid. Uh, at this point, since he'd been reborn, they had a big moral panic over what whether to kill him. And Phantom X uh, took the decision out of their hands and shot the child. Uh, uh, and where we are at. So this is, like we mentioned, going to be kind of a one-off. We're going to start with the cover of just all of our dudes looking kind of weirdly liquid metally on the on the on the cover. It's this artist, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we're going to start out with uh, a just out of nowhere Deathstroke. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Or, excuse me, how do you, how you doing, Lady Deathstrike? Not Deathstroke. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, this is uh, the art in this issue um, is uh, Rafi- Raphael Albuquerque. Uh, which that sounds like a made up name to me. Um, and it is a little bit weird. It's a little grungier than I usually like, mm-hmm. uh, here. Um, but the, uh, generally gets the job done. Yeah. You know? Uh, she's staying at Lady Deathstrike standing over a desiccated Wolverine, uh, telling the Reavers who we recognize in the background to go and kill, uh, before someone gets to gateway. Uh, this is, and then we flash back to an hour earlier, uh, as Eva, uh, Eva, is flying through and Deadpool is telling a story to everyone um, about having scouted out this town and seeing uh, Gateway. Yeah. Um, um, and we, we talked about Gateway before. Gateway showed up in um, Age of Apocalypse. Yes. I believe. Um, yeah. And and Wolverine gives us the background here of like he's a teleporter mutant that uh, they the X-Men ran into when they were hanging out in Australia or as, as Wolverine calls it, in the Outback, um, which is probably mm-hmm. vaguely racist. Um, and, uh, so he's talking about the restaurant. (laughs) So (laughs) it's just, we we were hanging out to get that good black bread and that cold ranch on that salad. That's what we look for in an outback steakhouse. Cold ranch and a blooming onion. (laughs) 
Wolverine's healing factor means he can use as many blueing onions as he wants. I've thought about this a lot because I feel like that was what my healing factor was when I was 20. But now, (laughs) (laughs) a full two decades later, the amount of blooming onions that I can consume. (laughs) (laughs) It's not good. Oh my God, I had spaghetti and meatballs. I'm going to fucking die. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, The... uh, He's he's catching it's weird that this is an intro episode because it's catching people up on a very specific era of X-Men history. Mm-hmm. Like the Australia era, you know, they're talking about um the Reavers, you know, and the Reavers uh fucked up uh the X-Men, you know, almost killed them. They crucified Wolverine. There's that famous cover of Wolverine on the X crucifix mm-hmm. uh there. But this is all ancient history for X-Men. Yeah, yeah. Like the the Australia era is weird. Like I love the Australia era. It's like my favorite costumes and stuff uh but it, it's not um pertinent yeah it doesn't come up a whole lot in the modern x-men conversation or at least the modern era of 2010 i have, I have not <laughs> it's we read 12 year old comics and i still consider modern <laughs> yeah. because I, time is I don't think it comes up now like now either like it, it just it hasn't been relevant for a long time yeah feels like um, uh, we also get the background on lady Deathstrike. uh she wants revenge on wolverine because wolverine dishonored her family by spreading the secrets of his adamantium her her father invented the bonding process uh here which is like wrong right like it was just all her dad's yeah. fault and this has been a 60-year vendetta it feels like at this point it, i i have never liked lady Deathstrike. i i think that like this does the best to make her cool mm-hmm. uh, of any uh anything you know and that's kind of the the miracle of rick Remender's x-force to me is it makes characters i didn't used to like seem cool um but i i've just never thought the design was very good uh, and I don't, uh, just, you know, honor vengeance is not interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as a motivation. And it's like brushes against the whole patches stuff, which me and you yeah. are, are kind of a known, Fucking not fan of. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I will say that like, I've always been a fan of lady death strikes like the design is a little iffy but that's just the claws i thought were have always thought was extremely fucking it, cool um it, it's super cool looking but it's funny because they're not retractable so like how does she do stuff? how does she do anything yeah absolutely how does she how does she uh this is this is uh de- definitively does not clean up after using the bathroom absolutely yeah just absolutely yeah. just well i mean i guess if you have like a, a bluetooth bidet sales bidet, yeah <laughs> so me and yeah. you're both went to bluetooth the same bidets, but you're you're soaking wet afterwards yeah oh yeah you know you can't yeah. dry you no, know? I saw. I saw or, you know, uh, one of those Dyson air blades that you can crouch over. <laughs> they have bidets with the, uh, with the air vent now. I saw the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you could just. Oh, so there go. I was browsing the Lowe's Her dad catalog. Probably invented that. Yeah, yeah, but she she doesn't complain <laughs> about Lowe's spreading that secret around, does she? Done on an honor quest against Home Depot. <laughs> I must kill Bed Bath and Beyond for stealing my family's bidet honor. Yeah, uh, I was browsing uh, Lowe's looking for something, and I came across this toilet, and it just had like a little video of all of the features of it. And one of the features, it was like when you walk in the room, it raises the lid, I guess, in like a high kind of salute. Way. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, and I'm just looking, and I'm like, and in the back of my head, I'm like, am I going to have to change the batteries of this toilet at some point? Like, do I, am I plugging <laughs> it into the power? Like, is it solar? What are we... Why Why does it need it's to be... It's powered by waste. Yeah, dude. I it, just... It's the dark future of Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Where all of your inanimate objects are horrible slaves. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, no thanks. We also get a little bit of background of uh, Psylocke's experience with the... Um, with the Reavers and Lady Strike, yeah, um, where she yeah. was basically um, 
Yeah, they, they escaped through the Siege Perilous uh, when they were almost killed. Yeah. And this is what uh, turned Psylocke into a hand-controlled ninja. Yes. Uh, this is what ultimately made Ninja Psylocke. Um, so she's got a lot of baggage at this. And there's a little bit of uh, narration here, of, uh, and this is going to be one of the themes of this particular issue of like, oh, you want revenge on these people, uh, but this is a job, says Wolverine. You shouldn't you shouldn't enjoy it. Like, this should be just a job. You shouldn't really think about it too much. You should just do it. Uh, and it's going to be kind of a back and forth on whether Psylocke is enjoying herself or not enjoying herself and what that says about her, kind of having some mental reservations about just being a cold-hearted killing machine. Yeah. There you go. Uh, there's also a little bit with uh, Phantom X, you know, giving him shit about killing Apocalypse there. Uh, he's giving her shit like, hey, if you have any problems, you should say them now. Yeah. You know, uh, we cut over to the Reavers partying uh, in a bar at Cooterman's Creek. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every small town <laughs> yeah, has a Cooterman's, it, if you know what I'm saying, Gary. <laughs> I, I love it says North Central Australia. That's a fucking continent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's like, there's not, there's, there's, there's no it. towns the in, in North Central Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Like, this is a very Ameris. I don't know what Rick Remender's nationality is, but this felt very Americentric to me. Yeah. Um, the, Re- the Reavers are all drinking and basically talking about their plan. Um, the uh, Death Strike's going to have them. They're going to use Gateway. They're going to teleport to Utopia and blow it up. Yep. And just kill all the mutants there. And Death Strike arrives and kind of uh, talks about their like overarching plan. Like She kind of feels like they have been trying to do too much. So this time, um, they're not even going to try to kill Wolverine. Her goal is to basically kill everybody else around him because he can, he is basically immortal at this point because he can't die. Uh, but he wants, she wants him to live, to be humiliated, to take away his yeah. honor. Um, Wolverine is a failed samurai. Uh, he could never meet the standards required of him. Paramount to him above all else is honor. And to kill a man in search of honor, aim not for his head, aim for his heart. Yes. And then she shoots a stun gun, a real Chekhov stun gun. <laughs> At a uh, a picture that has been darted. I was um, literally about to say Chekhov's taser, so I'm glad I'm glad we we're right on the same wavelength right now. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the it's it's a little heavy handed metaphor. Like all the reavers are throwing darts, which are are deadly weapons, and she shoots it with a stun gun. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's pretty amazing that this doesn't seem like the dorkiest fucking thing in the world to to shoot a picture on the wall with a stun gun. Yeah, it, it um, really should be a lot yeah. dorkier than it was. But when I was reading it, I, I had no dork vibes at all. I was just like, yeah, sure, no, okay, it, cool. It's the, it's the weird magic of this run is it sells a lot of shit. Like, we're going to get into Deathlock stuff, and I've always thought Death, Deathlock was really dorky. This run makes me think Deathlock rules. Yeah, uh, yeah. This run, I'm literally, I think person. it's probably the best Deathlock has ever been. Like, it just fucking rules. Yeah. It's so good. Um, it's nuts. We see um, uh, Skullcracker, I think, Skullbuster, um, going outside to use the bathroom <laughs> where... Uh, Wolverine, Deadpool, and Phantom X are kind of waiting and outside. Waiting outside. Uh, meanwhile, Archangel and Psylocke have arrived to uh, meet Gateway, and they realize, oh shit, this whole thing is a trap. Um, they have they yeah. basically managed to. Uh, their whole plan is to suicide bomb this whole thing. Um, so they are baiting Wolverine in there so that they can blow him up. They're going to go into the Utopia. They're going to blow up all the mutants. Um, and Gateway had to do this because they had threatened to kill all of his tribe, which is a classic Reaver mode. Reaver mode. Yeah. Dick and, move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Reavers. So yeah, so they knew, you know, their plan is a little bit more complicated. They knew Wolverine would find out and try to stop him. They needed to do this to debilitate Wolverine while they did their plan. Yes. You know, so Lady Deathstrike, you know, comes up to Wolverine's corpse, like as he's uh, regenerating. You know, it says, get up and dance on the corpses of your comrades. Like, I'm going to keep you busy. Uh, The Reaver is going to go take care of business. And again, and a thing Um, that, like, I think if 
if the art and the writing wasn't just perfect in this, like this whole come now dance with me, dear Logan on your, on the corpses of your comrades and the, the snicked as he, you know, breaks out the claws from looking dead, which should be kind of dorky, but it just really fucking works. It's really, really yeah. good. It sold, it sold really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, uh, the, I, I'm not quite as sold on the art in this, uh, issue. Like, again, it's a little like sketchier than I want. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's, you know, it looks, it's really well framed and stuff. Like it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, what happens here? Um, over at Psylocke and Archangel, uh, the Reavers show up where they're at. Um, you know, they're going to leave to go help Logan, but they can't leave Gateway alone because there are all these Reavers. Um, Psylocke goes berserker basically and starts fucking them up. Uh, so we're going to cut back and forth between Psylocke fighting the Reavers and Wolverine fighting, uh, Lady Deathstrike. And then, you know, something that you've mentioned a couple of times about how great this run is, it kind of shows our heroes being kind of bad at combat in some degrees. Uh, and, yeah, yeah. and and Deathstrike just really whips Wolverine's ass. <laughs> it's like she's oh, clawed him in the yeah. face. She's, uh, you know, cutting out like his he's cutting off his senses as he's like, you know, she he can't smell because she stabbed him in the nose. She blinds him like she goes all out to it. And he even says like, oh, she knows how to fight me after all of these years. Like she has figured this shit out. Yeah. Yep, she's been training for this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we get this fight with uh, Psylocke, and and the one thing like the Reavers have always been a little bit of a lame villain, but this is again doing a good job of rehabilitating them and making them scary. Uh, Psylocke cuts off the hand of of the Reaver known as Pretty Boy, uh, and he immediately shoots out his fucking eye lasers at her. You know, it's not it doesn't stop them. They don't feel pain, and they're you know able to rebuild themselves you said eye lasers but i just want to make sure people understand that they're like eye tentacles <laughs> like they are, yeah tendrils yeah, yeah like they are wrapped around yeah. her body like it's it's a really gross maneuver it's very it's very why like, does it look cool yeah. it's so stupid that he has ropes that come out of his eyes but it just like the, uh, but they just wrap <laughs> her up and they're like neon and it just works in the yeah, art man it looks really it cool it works it's fucking mm-hmm. i know man i don't want to do yeah uh, uh, so uh the they, worst uh, guy you know they, drew the best comic of the 2022 <laughs> <laughs> uh the uh the reavers several of them get away and they go through a portal the gateway created for them uh and archangel only has time to toss psylocke through the portal the portal is going to utopia mm. you know um while this is happening uh while wolverine and Deathstrike uh fight uh and wolverine sets up a little combo move he knocks her into a lamp and soaks her with uh kerosene and as she's dismantling him, uh, he says, you know, even through all this blood, I can smell that you're soaked in kerosene, grabs the stun gun and sets her on fire. Hell and yeah. there's a really cool bit. Like he talks about how she doesn't feel pain anymore because of her being electronic, but she knows some part of her brain knows that she should. So it's like psychosomatic mm-hmm. pain. She's freaking out because her body knows this is wrong, even though through all the modifications. I think that's cool. Yeah, I think this is cool too. Uh, Deadpool stumbles yeah. out of this, slowly healing up, uh, barely able to talk, uh, and then we switch over to Utopia, where he, he can barely talk because he's carrying his hand in his mouth. <laughs> uh, yes, true, like, like a dog. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, um, um, we switch over to Utopia, where two of the Reavers have managed to uh, infiltrate inside. They split up to hope that they can uh, go bomb some stuff. And of course, Utopia is not defenseless, right? We've got uh, Pixie monitoring security. She immediately notices that they've got intruders and sends Cyclops and Magneto out uh, and knows that something is going on. And as soon as you know yeah. they, they're about to close on one of the intruders, Cyclops rolls up and just sees that the body has the head cut off. <laughs> like, uh-oh. Yep. With Psylocke up, uh, up above waiting, uh, mm-hmm. it's very dishonored. Cy- Cyclops doesn't look up, so he doesn't see 
uh, the cell thing. I really like how they are not uh, defenseless. Like there's a a thing that happens in um, side books of X Men where the whoever the star of the book is will be really competent, and then whenever the regular X Men are there, they're like shitty. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. they have to show that the the new team is better. The X Men could have handled this uh, just fine. They weren't like saved by the new team. It doesn't feel Mary Sue at all. the The point of Psylocke being here is not that she, um, you know, is more competent. It's that she's willing to kill them and, you know? and wants to kill and them. Sila- and this, mm-hmm. it wants to kill them. Yeah, yeah. So it's her character stuff. It accomplishes a plot point, which is that Cyclops figures it out through through not seeing things. Like, you know, he says, like, he runs into a second corpse. He's like, they're dead. Uh, and he's like, bring me, bring them to me. And this stays between us. Yes. You know, yeah. he's he's figured out what's going on. Basically, I think is the implication uh, here. Um, but he's keeping the secret from the team. Yeah, I love the uh, the the when Psylocke meets up with the second Reaver, uh, and he's about to snip the bomb off, and like he hits yep. the thing right as she cuts his whole fucking hand off. That's so fucking mm-hmm. dope, dude. It's so great. Yeah, yeah. And then does it again with the gun. <laughs> She's yeah. like, "Put the gun to my head, shoot me." And then does the, cuts off her his second hand. Um, it's gotta be really fun as an X Men to fight Reavers because you can just cut them into pieces as much as you want. Yeah, oh yeah, perfect villain, you especially know? for like you know Saturday yeah. morning cartoons. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. The um, uh, Deathstrike, who is now with the Reavers, is running in. Uh, she's going to go and upload her consciousness. Yeah. You know, she says, you can't stop what's going to come next. This is kind of foreshadowing. And uploads her consciousness into a computer. Her body dies. We also saw the Reavers uh, talking about this, like, on their approach to Utopia. Saying, yes. like, we hope that the, the, the consciousness upload works as it's supposed to. Which makes me really, like... Man, y'all are really, tr- y'all are just dumbasses. Like, I would never trust Lady Deathstrike to upload my conscience into the fucking cloud. Like, you, you're going to come out different. You're going to come out fucking different. I don't yeah. care what she's told you, what promises she's made you. You're coming out different. You're going to wake up caring a lot more about adamantium secrets <laughs> than you went in. Go and, and my guess is the amount you cared before was none. You know, because why would you? Uh, and now you care about it a lot. Imagine being Skullcrusher in like a fucking Reaver meeting and then just spitting out something like, we have to kill Wolverine. Our honor demands it. And then everybody looks at you and he's like, ever since I got, came, ever since she brought me back, I stopped talking about honor. I don't know why. Sorry. <laughs> like, you're like, we got to kill Wolverine. Everyone's like, yeah, let's do it. That sounds fun. And then like, uh, you know, Skullbuster's like, yeah, we'll get revenge for our father. Yeah. And everyone looks over like, what? What the fuck are you talking What's about? What's wrong man? with you, Skull Crusher? Uh, the uh, there's a little bit of Betsy's angsting a little bit. You know, uh, Warren's like, "Did you do it?" And she's like, "Yeah, nobody saw me. I, I killed them." Uh, you know, previous to this, I would have taken the high road. Yeah. You know, uh, she's changing, and Wolverine says basically, like, "Yeah, you don't look elated anymore." Yeah. You know, and they they leave. I really like this uh, uh, that that three panel beat of her looking at him and he looks at her and she, and he walks off yep. with the, you don't look elated anymore. Um, and that's, that's the end of the comic. Um, yeah. Which is, which is cool, pretty cool good. One off that yeah. force. Yeah. It's a good comic. A good one. in one, like one, one issue stories are hard, uh, to do. Even this kind of isn't because it's, it's foreshadowing at Lady Deathstrike coming back. I think, uh, it's going to be, going to be a part of this, you know, this uploading of the consciousness and stuff. I think that comes up later in the run. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, it works. I don't yeah. know that it's a good onboarding. I don't know if it's a good point one. Issue. It feels like the uh, opposite of that. Like, uh, you know, if if anything, like the this is the issue actual issue number five. What <laughs> feels better because yeah. it doesn't have anything to do with like apocalypse yet. Like, it's weird enough to like, but you don't actually have to know what's really going on. Like, it kind of explains itself going as it goes. And 
yeah, it's just really weird that they were like, no, 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 we have to have a 5.1. It feels like they, they had written five and then like late months later, we're like, oh no, we need a 5.1 to go right here to be a, oh, yeah. an editorial thing. That That's 100% what happened. Like Marvel editorial said, hey, we're doing this, you know, and then they just had to go along with it. Yeah. I think um, the, uh, even like, you know, you said issue five would be a go- onboarding point. I issue one, which just happened. Yeah, issue one ago. also a good on. Maybe start with the <laughs> which fucking beginning. With, yeah, and ends with a huge recap of who X Force were and the history of X Force and stuff. This so is something I, that uh that comes up with Supernatural all the time. Um, where mm-hmm. people are like, and because of the Supernatural podcast, people will ask me like, "Hey, I want to get my friend into Supernatural. Where should I start?" And I'm like, "You should start with episode one. The same way that like most people start. Like, why are you asking me this question?" <laughs> shows work. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's it's uh, overwhelming, and I, I get that it gets overwhelming, but you just kind of have to be into it or not. It's not the kind of thing you can, like, you know, just do a little dip. Yeah. You know, you have to decide, like, yeah, I'll, uh, there are things that get better, you know, as they go on. But if it's a serialized piece of fiction, it's not like, you know, The Simpsons, where you can start partway through because um, they, they don't relate to each other. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's just, it's just it's, really it, weird. Yeah. yeah. It's silly. Mm-hmm. It's super silly. The uh, the other thing with uh, this that's interesting to me is like looking at how uh, Marvel and DC like both deal with the fact that they have all this continuity. Like Marvel started the Ultimate Universe, and then they're constantly doing things like this, like these point ones and stuff. And then DC, who's just like, we our universe is reset. It's all new now. It's reset, and they just keep doing that. Like neither company knows how to tell serialized stories for eighty years. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's never been done before and it's there's not a way to do it. Uh, and this is just another one of those like kind of like greasy attempts yep. to try to do it. And it doesn't quite work, um, but a good story nonetheless. Like, yeah. Um, and it would be way better if it came before issue five, which is why we did it this way. Exactly. Um, yeah. I love uh, this cover. Issue five. That, oh, it's great. Uh, that we're back. Eric Rebic cover mm-hmm. again. Um artists I really like. We have all these kind of like mutated cyborg Avengers uh, fighting uh, Phantom X. And just, um, they're really subtly cyborgy, Like you don't initially see it. Yeah, especially because I think the eye is, for whatever reason, at least mine is naturally drawn to Captain America in the background. And like you, you see Captain mm-hmm. America and then you're like, why is his eye glowing? Why does he have a claw? Wait, what's going on with Spider-Man? <laughs> like it's yeah. just a, a series of reveals almost, even though everything is right there in front of you. Uh, also the color palette, this like really light blue with this uh, really, really bright orange is so, the next issue's cover beautiful. too has this like really awesome color scheme that I just absolutely adore. So, Eric Ribbick. Like this guy is great. He did a uh, a Loki series in the mid two thousands, and the art is phenomenal. Ooh. Uh, yeah, he's really good. Um, interior art I like a little bit less. It's it's still fine. Yeah. Uh, or is Sod Rebic? I keep saying Eric. Um, but it looks like no, no. He did the art in this one too. There's a later one in this uh in this arc with a, a guy I don't like as much. I think I don't know. Uh, maybe I just like this better with this colorist. Sure. So. No, I'm reacting to. Uh, but this is uh, part one of Deathlock Nation. Yes. Um, and we we begin with uh, Grant Morrison X-Men shit. <laughs> it was uh, perfect for us, dude. This is great. This is yeah. so good. It's it, it not only is this like just a sequel to, uh, you know, what we had just covered before this, but also, you know, uh, with uh, Psylocke and, and stuff and Archangel, rather, uh, getting the wings. It's also a sequel to other stuff we've covered. We have... Uh, uh automaton which we haven't seen in forever the uh, like the end boss of the world arc of um new x-men yeah 
uh, and we we have Phantom X uh, staying there doing this kind of uh, monologue, uh, explaining the world. Yes, to people. Um, the prose here is really cool. It is. I like it a lot. Like the time is like water, and if you bring it to boil, it all goes in different directions. Like, and this the is, metaphors here work for me. This is some real like Grant Morrison stuff too. Like we we heard a lot of the same kind of language around the world when he introduced it, and it's still like one of those things that really. Like, I feel like if they tried to bring the world into the MCU, you'd have people on TikTok being like, I just don't understand. <laughs> like, it defies a, a, like a, a like a real literal interpretation or a literal, a literal explanation on some of this stuff. Because, like, he even says, like, since I've been here, a million years have passed on the inside. So everything looks different. Um, and that's yep. a crazy fucking concept. And that's something that comic books do really, really well. It- it's all a huge concept shit, man. Like the the villain of this arc is a sentient infinity. Yeah, no, it's like that's so the most cool. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I I, I am one hundred percent here for it. Um, you know, he's watching a little thing grow in a tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna learn about this later. Um, you know, talking about uh, just again this this is kind of background. Um, he talks about while he was in there, he found uh this mechanical this thing. Uh, this thing is going to be a sentient infinity, as we mentioned. Um, this bit of cyber life. Uh, it's not Stark or Roxxon or Osborn or Reaver or Phalanx. It's a conglomeration of all those things. Yes. An algorithm of sentient infinity. Um, he goes back through the Weapon Plus program, showing its kind of greatest hits. You know, we got Captain America and Nuke and Wolverine and Deadpool and and such. Um, and talking about all the things he's learned about Weapon Infinity, which is the sentient infinity. Uh, it's united, viral, uh, it travels through Omni-Time, and the architect of this quirk is sequestered in a subterranean chamber deep in the world, uh, entombed under a million years of progress. Uh, so, done, done, done. Yes. and he's, We gotta find it and kill it. He's seeking it out. Um, there's also some some weird play with some stuff because he refers to it as he, parentheses, it, every single time he refers to he, yeah. parentheses, it, which... Uh, is really annoying to say out loud, but uh, kind of interesting yes. as, you're, as you're reading the text. Um, he walks out into the world, and we see like our 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 first first glimpse of the landscape, which is just a, a crazy convoluted nightmare of like organic buildings and weird planets in the sky and flying creatures and melting houses and all kinds of weird shit. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, this is where he lives. He's he talks about uh, going through. Uh, or this we we actually we go back to the real world rather, uh, he and he's in his house in Phantom X's house, um, talking about how uh, he got some technology from Doctor Doom, uh, pin particles basically, and shrank the world down. He's got it down as this little snow globe, <laughs> uh, and he's just letting it incubate for his, his project. Yes, uh, here and he you know says the future depends on it. And we um, we go over to Cavern X, which is uh, Warren Worthington's little hideout slash uh, paraphernalia museum, uh, where mm-hmm. uh, surprisingly Deadpool has called a meeting. Uh, Wolverine's kind of complaining. You, go ahead. Real real quick before the museum, did you notice that they just have a table with a magneto helmet on it? Yeah, off center, <laughs> just off center into just the back. Uh, it, it doesn't get a display case or anything like that. It's just laying around like just like like somebody like, was definitely wearing it ten seconds before Wolverine arrived, right? Yeah, like somebody was playing Switch and put it down before the meeting, like <laughs> except it's a Magneto's helmet. <laughs> like, uh, um, good. Deadpool has called this meeting. Uh, Wolverine's complaining because he has a lot of shit to do because he's in eighteen different books. Uh, it's always very meta yep. when I see that, and I always kind of love it. Where he's like, "Why did you? Why did you call a meeting during my Avengers time? Like he had it blocked out on his <laughs> Outlook calendar or something." 
I was out avenging. Uh, Wade called the meeting. Uh, he made Warren Worthington call it because he thought no one would take it seriously. Um, he basically is saying, like, I'm not good with what happened. Yeah. Uh, with killing Kid Apocalypse. And Wolverine's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, we're going to do therapy. This is ridiculous. You know, uh, and they get in this fight. You know, this is what I signed up for. He's like, no, this is exactly what you signed up for. Uh, we don't have time for this. Like, we don't, we cannot question this. We saved the world. We did the right thing. Uh, if you want to be out of the squad, be out of the squad. Yeah. You know, um, it's a, you know, they're going back and forth. Uh, Wolverine's like, we did the right thing. And Psylocke says, who are you trying to convince? You know, you yourself or, or Deadpool. Yeah. Um, and eventually Wolverine is, and, is like, you know, yeah. you're, you're, let me let me just cut to the chase here. Like you're trying to find meaning and, and value in yourself and you're, you're not. You're just a you're a blood sucking mercenary with no heart motivated solely by money. And Deadpool says, well, I've never killed a kid. That may be true, but I never killed a kid. Um, like there's a line yeah. in the sand that Deadpool is, that won't, won't cross uh, versus Phantom X, who has obviously murdered this dude. And we find out pretty quickly as Deadpool leaves and Warren tells Wolverine. He's never cashed one of my checks. Hasn't in the last two years that he's worked for me. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, kind of astonishing from everything that you know about Deadpool. Um, but also, like, maybe that dude just doesn't know what to do with a check. <laughs> like, he just doesn't have a bank. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, he doesn't have a bank. <laughs> like, I recently, because um, uh, we're doing all this weird stuff around the house, I had to write a dude a check uh, for, like, I don't remember what the amount was, but he came back the next day and was like, Hey man, I had a problem with your check. And I'm like, Oh no, I'm so sorry. Like I, you know, what do we need to do? And he's like, Oh no, your, your bank just refused to cash it since it was over such and such dollars. And I'm like, well, that's a fucking stupid problem. Why? Why <laughs> are you saying, are you <laughs> the point of having a check? Yeah. Like, and, I, he, like, and he went yeah. to my bank. Like if anybody knows that the cash exists, it's my bank. It's not like he went to like the fucking grocery store to cash a check or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 like, it, and it was fine. Like he just told me like, Oh yeah, I just, I have somebody that I know and he cashed it for me. And I'm like, well, that sounds like a fucking drug deal. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's way worse. <laughs> Uh, uh, checks. I just don't think Deadpool has a, a fucking checking account, so that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that, that probably he probably just takes checks and tries to use them like cash. Yes, mm-hmm. like they say, hey, it's five dollars, and he pulls out five different checks for ten thousand dollars from Warren Worthington <laughs> and tries to give it to him. Doesn't understand why they won't yeah, take. Can't it. you give me change? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the um, just smaller checks. Uh, so yeah, he storms off. Yes, at this point. Um, we cut over to Phantom X uh, in his house in the French Alps with his uh, mother, who may or may not exist, uh, talking about her. Yes. Uh, you know, she spilled soup on the ground and she's basically like, hey, you haven't been here for a little while. What's been going on? He's saying, you know, I have important work to do. Yes. You know, um, there's a really great, you know, I'm working with Xavier's people. Uh, there's a really get, great bit where she's like, you know, starts talking about how she's not sure if she exists. He's like, this is a, a slippery slope. Uh, you know, you exist. You spilled soup. Yeah. Don't think about it too much. <laughs> you think you feel um, you spill soup. Thus, you are <laughs> like that's that's all you need to yep. know. Yeah, really um, like that. And of course, um, that's when they are attacked. Uh, we see something in the window that looks like a like a cyclops with some like '90s tubes coming out of him, and then he is blasted mm-hmm. uh, with what looks like Cyclops's optic blast. Uh, and then robot Cyclops comes in and starts talking about how the secondary objective target designate Phantom X located proceed to execution. There's going to be a lot of this robot talk uh, and it's played for maximum effect at all times. And I de- desperately love it. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. I love how from the outside it looks like Cy- Cyclops with 90 tu- 90s tubes 
And then he comes in. It is just Cyclops with 90s it is, tubes. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the Deathlock virus is 90s tubes. Uh, this is really chaotic. Like he gets attacked by by Cyclops and then Electra uh, swings for him, mm-hmm. you know, and it's weird. Like, what the fuck's going on? Um, you know, the mom like asks, like, who are they? He says assassins from beyond. That's what I'm going to uh, that's what I'm gonna say for, for everything from now on. Who are they? Assassins from beyond. Hell yeah. Assassins um, from beyond. Deathlock, Captain uh, America, really Deathlock, good. the thing show up uh, and they're yep. they're talking about the primary objective, uh, which is to acquire the world, safeguard, pr- protect infinity. Uh, secondary objective, of course, still is eliminate Phantom X. Uh, I love the response. You will fail at both. <laughs> very, very bold. Yeah, very, yeah. very good. Um, and then they, they start fighting. Uh, I love the idea of Phantom X stabbing thing in the head. I don't know why. Thing through the head? Just, just very yeah. funny. Now here's the th- hard part. <laughs> just trying to get uh, get it through. Um, I also like Captain America, you know, he throws his shield at him. He's like, you're fighting against peace on earth, uh, which is great. Uh, Spider-Man in a very non-Spider-Man-esque move grabs Phantom X's mother into a corner and snaps her neck. Fucking A, dude. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, it's, it's wild. Like, I love uh, the way that Remender in this run specifically creates all these questions. Like, this is wild shit to see. And just... When I first read this, I was like, God, I got to know what the fuck this is about. Yeah, what is happening? You know? Like, I need to know everything that yeah. is happening about this. And I think that one of the things that I like about this run is, like, we're going to learn why this is, and it works, and it's better than they, anything I could have come up with my, in my imagination. Like, it, it's actually yeah, one yeah. of the rare times where, like, I, I wanted the answer, I got the answer, and I was more than satisfied about it. Um, yeah. Captain America secures the world, the, the snow globe that is the world, and then it's time for uh, everybody to leave. But, of course... Phantom X is super mad that Spider-Man killed his mom, so throws him and yes. Captain America out of the window. Great, great sentence. Comics are great. <laughs> Comics um, are good. Spider-Man killed mom. Uh, they, he goes out there where uh, Hawkeye has a bomb arrow pointed at the the chalet. Um, he says, "Hey, there. The, your allies remain inside." Captain America says, "Acceptable casualties," and he blows it up. Yep. Um, and we get the first notice here. Captain America says, notify father. Uh-oh. Uh, first mention of father. Um, Eva did not leave Phantom X behind though. Uh, managed to, you know, pull him out. Yes. Um, at that point. So they're, they're escaping They're He's needs to call the rest of X force when in the snow, who does he run into? But Deathlock. Yeah. Uh, Deathlock is an old Marvel character from Marvel UK. Uh, he's basically RoboCop. Before there was RoboCop, he was a, a guy who got turned into a cyborg uh, against his will. Um, yeah. Does he predate RoboCop? There's no way, huh? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I found that out recently. Yeah. Oh, my God. 1974. Yeah, Holy shit. Yep. By, like, a lot. Yeah. Like, it's, it's basically Marvel's <laughs> RoboCop. That is insanity um, to me. Like, I, if you would, like, I would have bet my entire house that that was the opposite direction, <laughs> my dude. God, I wish I had taken that bet. Pack up, live. Oh, we're man. moving to we're going, we're going to Louisiana. Let's ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You guys can stay in the barn. Um, no, I wouldn't do that to you. No, you move be, here and it'll be freaky. Yeah, be freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. I, um, I would be on all the duck yeah. feed podcast. You can go sell water meters. Yeah, yeah it'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, like, so do you l- listen? Water. How does it work? Are you pro <laughs> or con? My company can help you with this. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you sound so much uh, like fucking um ah oh, the guy from the office um the idiot dude uh not Ben <laughs> <laughs> just the way you said that was very uh oh, the younger guy who I can I can think of his name um 
the young guy. Yeah, the one that did that, like wanted to do the social network, took over the company, failed, and then went back to oh, work. Oh, Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, you had a very Ryan yeah. cadence when you're like, "Water. How does it work? <laughs> what can it do for you? My company can help you." <laughs> woof. Woof.com. <clears throat> I got sent a woof. Um, the uh, yeah. So the Deathlock is here, and it's time for Deathlock. Uh, and again, just the the character her rehabilitation continues because. Deathhawk was somebody I always thought was stupid uh, prior to this, uh, and this makes him good. Yep, uh, this is this is actually extremely good stuff. So uh, we're going to go another banger cover, uh, as you mentioned. Um, we get Deathlocked out versions of the team of Uncanny X Force in front of this beautiful, like orange, brilliant orange background. Yeah, this orange uh, just and the coolest looking shit, and like purple and green kind of situation happening. Um, like the the title is uh, green. Um, is so fucking yeah. good, dude. Like this color style just does a lot for me. More games Bold need colors. to do, do stuff like this. Like I, I would love to see Absolutely. like more weird colors in games. So yeah, I love I love uh, bold colors, uh, very much so. Mm. Um, bold flat colors specifically yeah for me mm-hmm. like something just being very sparkly like a, a good example of like colorful in a way i don't like is the the speed racer film which people love that movie i know but that looks too busy yeah mm-hmm. to me i want something bright but like kind of flat yes absolutely uh like this like this is this is what i want from colorful it's not uh, like a uh, fury road basically like fury road um uh, it's not necessarily bright because a lot of it happens in the dark but the way that um the guy who directed uh mandy does plays with like purple lighting during yes. that entire movie yeah, like yeah. Th- it's that like very flat like very hard edges um he did a episode of that new uh curiosity cabinet oh, the cabinet yeah yeah me and Liv started watching that yeah i skipped ahead uh, since they were it doesn't really matter what order and I, and I was really curious what that dude would do would would, would be and it was it's basically like all about that it's all about just the lighting and weirdness there's very little actual plot yes. that happens in that it is really fucking good we watched the uh the first one and then i was like oh man i wonder if we could buy a storage unit just for fun <laughs> uh if there are places like that in portland and there are yeah and you can do it online yeah it's all pretty easy uh, nowadays like yeah. they've got it down to a fine science yeah. so yeah so we might do that i mean we might just end up throwing away a bunch of junk but it's a it's a weird fun idea to me uh, it might end up resulting in us, you know, getting killed by a Lovecraftian horror. So God, I wish it were me. Into it. <laughs> wish, wish it were yes. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the um, man. I, yeah. Uh, so your beautiful, beautiful cover here, number six. Yes. Um, we uh, we start this with the Deathlock Avengers. Uh, they're talking about how they managed to grab the world, but they've only done fifty percent of their mission because they have not killed Phantom X. Yep. So Spider-Man flips his way to thwips his way onto um, Phantom Ox's ship uh, and is immediately just blasted mm-hmm. into the sun. Um, and F- yeah. <laughs> Phantom Ox realizes like he gets knocked off the ship and Phantom X uh, is like, oh, I can't shoot this dude. Um, so I guess I'm just going to have to punch him. Uh, and it's got this really cool, like, you know, kicking and punching fight scene, which is mm-hmm. it's, it's just a classic example of like, just really good readable choreography that makes sense in a comic book like it's just really fun and expressive uh yeah i I really love it when this stuff works and i can understand what the fuck is happening i really like uh what happens after he he does this he turns into peter parker for a second kind of foreshadowing what happens he's like i don't deserve this we fought against it it wasn't our fault uh and i love you know i believe you (laughs) you know like shoots him in the head yes that's true i don't think you're lying but it doesn't matter Yes. You know, uh, 
shooting Peter Parker in the head, getting revenge on Peter Parker sla- snapping his mother's neck. Uh, comics. Um, the uh, Deathlock walks up, you know, saying it's Captain America is the one who has the world. He's got Cyclops. He's just dragging. We didn't get to see that fight. Uh, where's the like Where's that. the versus issues of this of this that we need <laughs> to fill in all of the fights <laughs> yeah. that we don't see? Um, we get a, we get a great scene after this. Like, so they're going to go after Captain America. We cut over to Psylocke talking to Captain Britain in an English garden. Yes. Um, you know, and she's say, she's saying how you know I don't feel like I am. Uh, I used to be this innocent X-Men and now I'm one of their most ferocious warriors. He says, well, compared to the people, the company you keep, that's silly. You know, you got your Magnetos and your Wolverines or whatever. And he says, yeah, but I killed a child. Uh, and he loses it. He doesn't accept it. He's like, you know, this is not what Xavier would have wanted. This is an abomination. Um, she says, listen, I don't, uh, tell me that you understand. Like these were different times for mutants. We are in on a preserve on Utopia. You know, the old ways, the idealism is dead. We have to do this. Tell me you understand. He says, I can't condone you. I can't absolve you, but I do understand. I love you. She says, thank you. And this turns out to be a danger room yeah. simulation. And some, some important things uh, in there, like, I'll, I'll love you unconditionally, right? Like, no matter what you do, I'll be here for you. Uh, and yeah. I don't, did we specifically say this was her brother? Like, that, that's probably an important yeah, part yeah, of this. Yeah, Captain Britain. Um, yeah. But, like, just this idea of her not only kind of wrestling with this, but also wrestling with the fact that she's not wrestling with it that hard is really good. Like, I, like yeah, that yeah. absence of, uh, like, feeling guilty about something is is really, is a strange sensation that, that, I, that I've had in my life sometimes. I've just been like, do other people feel bad about this? Like, I feel like society has yeah. told me this is bad, but I don't feel bad when I do it. Um, and then also, like, you know, rehearsing... <laughs> <laughs> a whole conversation with somebody is just very human. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is something that I think a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I love the way that she talks about it. When she leaves Archangels there, and she's like, he's like, what are you doing in the danger room alone? She's talking to myself. You know, it's self-therapy. She's the team's therapist, right? Like everyone else could go to, you know, when, when Warren Worthington is having trouble with his demons, he goes to her because she's a psychic. Who does she go to? You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, uh, Hey, we have to go. Phantom X is in, in trouble. It's like Phantom X, eh? Uh, he can take care of himself. Like <laughs> just does, fuck that guy. does not care at all. Yeah. Uh, he put me in this, this guilt spiral. Meanwhile, back at the Alps, uh, our Deathlock Avenger crew are searching for, uh, Phantom X when they, they, this, they feel a different Deathlock unit accessing the connection and sever it. Uh, Captain America calls it a threatening, non-compliant AI, uh, which kind of feels like what Twitter is nowadays. Um, and they check in with the father, and this is our first picture of the father, who's just like sitting in a villain chair and like a weird organic thing filled with screens. Just very, every villain has to have <laughs> like screens. multiple monitors, man. It's always extremely hilarious. It's how yeah. much information they need at one time. Um, I got to get one of these things. Yeah, absolutely. This, this is how I felt. This is how I felt when I got a second monitor for my computer. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Have you seen those weird Samsung monitors they just came out with? It's a it's a curved screen, but it's uh, vertical instead of horizontal, and it's probably like forty inches tall or something. Like it's as tall as a most is <laughs> taller than most children. Uh, it's does it curve vertically or curve like side to side? Like if you like, does it if you looked at it from you? the side as you if you mounted it properly on your desk and you were approaching it from the side, it would look like a C, and like it you could see everything. Whoa, yeah, dude, it's fucking it's. And it's and it's massive. Uh, it's just the worst thing ever. And like the reviews of it are like, yeah, this thing sucks. Like you can't see anything on this. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, back to the drawing board. Let me see if I could. Okay, yeah, yeah they've, they've just got an image, um, and also like every yeah. screenshot you see of this thing, people are just doing the worst shit, like watching three different news streams at the same time. Oh no! Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I do not understand the the understand the the point of something like that. No, <laughs> don't, don't do not um, like it. That doesn't make sense to me. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the. They, the Death Like Avengers are like, hey, we need backup. Like, we, we need some reinforcements. And the father calls in the reinforcements, so it's going to be a little bit. Uh, and then they are yep. immediately uh, run into Phantom X, who kind of just lays waste to him, just shoots the shit out of him along with Death They Lock. ambush him. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't, ex- they didn't expect him to be there. Uh, but this is showing us, you know, Deathlock is a badass. Yes. Uh, here. Deathlock Prime, original Deathlock. Mm-hmm. Um, he fucks everybody up. Uh, you know, saying, uh, that, you know, they keep saying over and over, protect the world, protect the world. Um, they're trying to save the snow globe, uh, until eventually he gets it. Yes. Uh, there, there's a really great little bit where Phantom X picks up the Captain America shield and it's like, are you, do you need this? Cause I would start a new museum. <laughs> like, this is pretty good. And he's like, no, I'll keep it. I will keep this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then finally, reinforcements arrive for Phantom X. Uh, we see yeah. Eva throw it, come up with um, what looks like Wolverine and Archangel and Psylocke. But as they get out, they realize, uh-oh, it's the Deathlock X-Force team, uh, which yeah, is the just as bad. X-Force. Yeah. Yep. Uh, big problem. He's like, these are not my friends. <laughs> um, the, uh, they're running towards a cliff to get away. They have the world. Uh, this, you know, really great. Can you fly? No, me either. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, they jump off what the plan is. They're flying towards this, uh, what looks like just ground, like they're going to die. Um, they put Captain America's shield there, but this is a lake. Yeah. So they actually smash through the water, uh, and come up. Yep. Uh, but to, uh, to survive, uh, we have another Evo flying in, uh, and this one, this one's red as opposed to green. And this is the good team. Um, Deadpool comes out and it was like, you have no idea how close of it was just to leave your ass out here. Like nobody cares. <laughs> Absolutely. Nobody mm-hmm. cares. And of course, like, you know, he has to fill them in on like, Oh, we've got an evil captain America and the fate of the world is in our hands. We need to, we need to do, do some shit. We need to get the fuck out of here first and foremost. Yep. And, and talk debrief, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they do. They get out of there, uh, and he he says, you know, Psylocke is trying to give him the business. Like, you bring us nothing but trouble. He's like, I'm sorry this is inconvenience your plans. Cyborgs came and stole from me and killed my mother. You know? Uh, the uh, Wade is like, oh, this Deathlock is one of them. He's like, no, this is a good one. And Wolverine lays it out. I love Wolverine uh, explaining Marvel history to characters. <laughs> Yes. Which happens a lot in this act. Yes. In yeah. I need a drunk Wolverine history podcast is what I need. Someone that just Dude. does a really good, like get uh, what's his name on the phone and just have him write a script for him to explain Marvel comics. It'd be hilarious. Yeah. And if it's not, we'll get Matt Barry to play him. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, so, uh, you know, basically explaining like they're, they're the Avengers. Uh, they've been death locked. Uh, they're trying to kill me. They're trying to acquire this. He holds up the snow globe. Wolverine recognizes it. You know, he's got the world in my hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolverine says, why haven't you destroyed it? And he's like, are you nuts? Like this can do a lot of harm, but it can do a lot of good. The world like earth needs it. Humanity needs it. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we can't kill this thing. Um, while this was happening, Eva was hooking up to the captain America lock corpse and Wolverine can talk to Steve who's still in there. Yep. He's like, Hey, you know, can you answer some questions before you die? Uh, this is real grisly. Like, He's got a tube in his brain, his eyes missing. 
Yeah. You know? yeah. His eyes look like they've they've put it like they've run a tube to his eye to be able to like see what he sees, yeah. right? Like it's because he's also like half machine. We have to remember that. Like this is this is very body horror by itself. Um and and also extremely fucking cool. Who doesn't want to see like a ripped apart Captain America? It's dope. It's extremely great. It's it's the fun shit that happens with alternate realities is you get to see Spider Man snap some necks. Yeah. Uh which I like. And Captain America um, explains everything. So uh, they, yep. uh, father using the world instigated Operation Deathlock, uh, which caused the the death all of the Deathlocks to rise up against the superheroes. Uh, and once instead of just killing the superheroes, they would convert them into Deathlock troopers. Very quickly wiped off the X Men, the Avengers, the Defenders, uh, and then. <clears throat> And Wolverine at this point is like, no one like stopped this. And like, actually we were, and Captain America is like, we were really shitty by then. Like we all, we all had bought our own yeah. version of Twitter and run it to the ground. So everybody was really unhappy with this. Um, yeah. And public opinion was not on our side Yeah, um, at this point. And we're yeah. seeing images of this on the screen pulled from Captain America's, uh, you know, um, memories and it's just memory yeah it's very funny to see like uh various you know like they've got a vision deathlock and a punisher deathlock on the screen it's yeah. very funny to me With, when they're showing the news reports or showing the public opinion thing it's specifically archangel like summarily executing somebody yeah uh here you know saying how these uh the 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 public wanted deathlocks and even though people did fight they couldn't fight uh because like you know like fighting zombies everyone you lose they gain one yeah you know it's impossible uh, you know, he says we were all Deathlock, and Wolverine says this hasn't happened yet. Steve, tell us how to stop it. And he goes, "You understand, like you shouldn't stop it." Father was right. Like, without when he did this, humanity flourished. It created a utopia. Like this is the best thing that happened was us all sacrificing ourselves to become super cops. You know, uh, and he says uh, there's one fly in the ointment that stopped all this. You know, so we had to go back and stop it. And he says, "What was that? Apocalypse." And we get this amazing <laughs> screen in the background of Apocalypse staying in front of an American flag. Dude, excuse me? President Apocalypse. President Apocalypse is the, in, one of the best ideas ever, but man. I'm, I'm here for yeah. this so hard. This is so good. Um, they, don't, they don't stop and question this uh, at all. You know, Warren's like, oh, he's dead. You know, you got your facts mixed up. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and he, uh, he basically, uh, explains, you know, what's going on. He's like, you cannot stop this. This is precognitive evolution. Uh, it's Grant Morrison-y stuff. Yeah. You know, it's always going to be, uh, he, Phantom X is like, where is father? Where he's always been. He's deep in the world. Yep. Um, um and that's when they're attacked by the, uh, Deathlock e- Evo. Um, and so they yep. are, uh, and before they can do anything, when they're distracted by this, uh, Captain America grabs a gun and fucking executes himself, shoots himself in the head. Yep. Uh, hey kids. vicious, yeah. uh, <laughs> X-Men comics, everybody where Captain America fucking commits yeah. suicide. Um, it shouldn't be funny, but all of the X-Force, uh, reactions to this, just with their b- bulging out eyes are like, what in the fuck? <laughs> it did just happen. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, at some point they probably wanted to see this weird shit as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know? We're going to, they're going to, Phantom X has a plan. They're going to expand the world. Uh, They're going to get back on the surface of the earth, expand the world. They're going to go in. They're going to kill father. And he says, we're going to kill the future. And that's where the issue ends. Uh, Just one in a number of great lines when we start talking about killing the future. So I very much love. Yeah. This is all hinting uh, at what we're going to find out at the end of this, that Phantom X did not kill Apocalypse. You know, uh, them coming back. There's a line he says about, uh, you know, not killing somebody. Uh, future killing somebody 
and stuff. We're going to, a lot of this whole series is going to be dealing with the aftermath and the reasons and what for is behind that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's just a really cool way to reveal it. Uh, the next issue we show, uh, the cover of this one, uh, all of these covers is my least favorite, but it's very funny mm-hmm. because everyone just kind of like firing and clawing wildly in every direction. <laughs> Yelling in different directions. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> like there's no, like there's no, you don't get to see any antagonism. It's just everybody just going raw, having a big freak out. I've been watching uh, this, here. uh, this show on HBO max called, uh, primal. Have you seen or heard anything about this thing? Um, it's an animated, uh, Jindy Tartakovsky. Oh, that. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it's like, you know, prehistoric, there's a dude and some dinosaurs or whatever, but like 90% of it is just like dinosaurs or, or this dude screaming back and forth at each other. There's no, there's zero dialogue. It's just a lot of roaring, mm-hmm. like monsters roaring back and forth. And then like a solid three minutes of just running across a landscape, maybe being chased, maybe not, but just solid running across a landscape. <laughs> <laughs> but just it reminds me of this of just like rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> this always makes me think about um the uh God, what is it uh the birthday boys sketch about star wars if i, if I made you no I don't, I don't think so no i don't, don't, don't know uh, that uh it's it's long uh but i, I sh- i'll i'll make you watch it okay uh, i don't want to spoil it here um, but everybody search birthday boys star wars okay that's a sketch i really like <laughs> um this reminds me of um so we uh this is the conclusion it's a three-part arc need more of those um we're going through uh phantom x is kind of laying out his history about the world um how he brought wolverine here because he felt like he needed to this made wolverine trust him uh thus he joined x-force so there's a huge decrease in the amount of you know thieving intrigue casual sex in hindsight this was a huge mistake yep uh, uh, getting involved with this all the while he is um enlarging the uh the world um and then uh, the whole team enters uh and he like shoots the controls on the way out which even Psylocke is like did you really think that's gonna like stop anybody and he's like i don't know man it works in the movies yeah. um which is very funny <laughs> uh and they enter into the world which is a, a very trippy place if you're if you're not prepared for it um uh, we get a little bit more backstory uh, from Deathlock where he talks about um, Deathlocks are weapon infinity. Like this was what was referred to in the, in the first issue of the arc. Um, perpetually traveling in time, protecting the events that ensure a future where all super beings are controlled. If we fail to kill the father, the sentient infinity will be ingrained so it will be impossible to stop. Uh, awesome. Fucking killer yeah because like <laughs> death like now that yeah. i'm thinking like, i'm vaguely remembering my death like history like not only is he like robocop but he's also like john uh john claude van damme's time cop like he's traveling throughout time to do cop stuff uh, time robocop yeah he's time robocop yeah. how we didn't have that movie in the 80s i have no idea like why that never happened it's, it's beyond me never been a better time <laughs> See, but, uh, it's a, it's a but now there'd be like a 10 episode um, miniseries where the guy has to like learn how to become robocop there's not even gonna be any time travel in it you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's gonna yeah, take way too long the time to travel will be the the last bit of the last episode <laughs> yeah, like the surf and dracula uh, are we both thinking the same thing <laughs> <laughs> i really like the uh the you know so they're all walking on the walls it's all mc asher and i i really like deadpool pointing that out like oh this is like 12th grade art class <laughs> uh that's very cute uh to me um, they have to go look and they're going to split up yeah. to go look for a uh, father. And we we check uh, in yeah. on the father who and is watching them on his organic uh, curved monitors. Yep, exactly. Uh, Phantom X takes Deadpool uh, with him and Deadpool is trying to make conversation. And th- these people, these two hate each other. 
you know, uh, Deadpool has a little funny bit. He's talking about how, uh, you know, you're here alone a lot. Uh, you probably got lonely, lots of lonely time, probably jerking off a lot. You ever think about the watcher, you know, and that's, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Like every time I try to masturbate, I just imagine the watcher's fat voyeuristic mug. <laughs> Uh, popping up there. It's really funny, uh, especially considering who they've cast as the Watcher in the MCU now. It's very funny to me. Phantom X is not amused. No, not at all. And he basically says, "Like, hey, yeah. this must be exhausting for you. Like, but you're, this is not the way. Like, I'm, you're going to ingratiate yourself. We to become me. friends. Yeah, this is not going to work. Yeah. Um, and." Deadpool says, all right, fuck off. Then I'll just go do my own thing. Um, and which is like, you're going to get the feeling like this was Phantom X's idea. Phantom X's idea from the beginning is to try to get, get solo. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, there, there, there's really nice like kind of back and forth. Like, yeah, I'm not the, the most despised member of the squad. And he's like, are you sure about that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, nobody really likes you. Um, they head out. We cut over to uh, Deathlock and Wolverine uh, walking around. I ship it. I'm just going to um, say it out and- loud. I ship it. Oh yeah, <laughs> the seventy-five uh, percent uh, meat. Logan Lock, I guess is what you would call yeah. that. <laughs> Death Vereen. Um, yeah, Death Vereen. <laughs> ben Vereen's violent brother. Um, the uh, they're being stalked, and Wolverine doesn't notice until the last second because they're being stalked by Wolverine. Yeah, like, who are stalking us? The best there is, uh, and he's been self-stalked. Yep. Also, I ship it. Uh, uh, the the tag. Deadpool is there as well. Uh, like uh, Deathlock, Deadpool is is also there. Um, yes. And normal Deathlock is like, I am definitely prepared for this, and whips out his like energy Wolverine claws, uh, which again should not be cool in 2010 or 2022, nope. but <laughs> it's very contrast cool. it with the. It wasn't cool when Jason Aaron did it. Yeah. In Wolverine and the X Men, that didn't work. Why is this cool? I don't know, man. It, it's a spell it has over us. Uh, it just, we're being misdirected by Rick Remender. It's sanity. And, and I love it. Um, as it happened, we go to Cyclo- or Psylocke and um, Archangel uh, flying, um, basically talking about what they've been going through. Like Archangel is, uh, or she's Psylocke saying like, you know, I'm, I'm sensing your distress. Like you've been having these migraines. You stopped coming to sessions. Uh, he says, don't, you know, don't baby me. Um, you know, if you're frightened and he's the archangels kind of taking control, uh, of archangel, the archangel personality, you think I'm frightened, you know, and as this is about to happen, uh, a missile is coming right towards them, interrupting their, their drama. Yes. Um, which is, you know, classic X-Men time. Um, I just think it's very yep. funny that chasing them is Deathlock Wolverine or Deathlock Archangel carrying Deathlock Psylocke. It's just it's very funny. <laughs> it's just like they really, yeah. they really paired this up. <laughs> Mirror match. The only thing that they yeah. don't have is a Deathlock Deathlock odd machine. Just a one giant oh, machine. Oh man. A Deathlock with Deathlock pieces? <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Deathlock, Deathlock Nation. Deathlock Squared? Yeah. Are you serious right now? Come yeah. on. <laughs> the, um... Uh, so this damages Warren's wings. Uh, he's flying in. Uh, he's you know they're they're kind of fighting a little bit. We come back to the fight with regular Deathlock versus Deathpool. Uh, here, um, not just action that's happening here. It's kind mm-hmm. of hard to talk about, but it's good readable action. Yes, yeah, you know, like like you mentioned. Um, notably, uh, Deathlock Wolverine gets the better of regular Wolverine, like he's about to to murk him. Mm-hmm. Uh, this happens as the important thing, which is Deadpool off on his own, wanders into father's organic curved monitor chamber. Yep. Uh, and the father has superpowers uh, here. I was expecting him to be somebody we recognized immediately. 
like a Professor X or something. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's just a bald guy. But Deadpool recognizes his voice uh, because this is his his power. He recognizes him because he is father. He's got he has super power, father powers. He's got daddy voice. That's his meeting power is daddy voice. And like take for that, which he, he means, but voice. he just has daddy voice. Yeah, like yeah. It, you can interpret that in a lot of different it, ways, but he has daddy voice. Uh, Rick, Rick Remender loves this superpower. Yeah. Uh, this is, you know, the, the misdirection stuff. Like he loves people having persuasion. The um, uncanny Avengers run that I started reading where like Red Skull has recruited uh, Honest John, the living propaganda. Uh, who's just powers. Everyone believes everything he says. <laughs> How'd you get around like, that? It's all cool shit. <laughs> yeah, it's super good. It's like, uh, I remember, you know, it, it's not a comic that's aged super well, but like the first time I read Preacher, uh, it was really mind-blowing. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's such a cool superpower, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but he, he's working Deadpool. Like, you know, uh, you're, you've been your true self this whole time. Like, everyone is being arrogant and indifferent to you, but I loved you. Uh, you're a good man. You're a hero. You know, you're one of the greatest heroes. I'm proud of you. You know, like just saying dad stuff, mm-hmm. like daddy issue approval stuff. And it makes Deadpool break down, you know, nope. like you are my favorite son. Yep. And he says, uh, uh, and no, those people need to be killed. No matter what I do, they'll never respect me, says Deadpool. Um, yeah. And we switch over to Psylocke and Archangel, who are still getting attacked by missiles. Um, and uh, eventually, uh, Warren is kind of taken over by Deathlock as he's flying, you know, Psylocke. And she's like, I can't even, like, if I try to fight this out of his mind, I might scar him for life. Like, I might ruin his psyche. So instead, she throws her sword behind her um, and stabs Death Psylocke in the head with it. Uh, and then who, I think, I think death, uh, Archangel just drops her. And it was like associate lifespan completed <laughs> discard. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's real good. Uh, so funny. Actual, uh, you know, Archangel in this happens. Goes, oh, son of a, you know, just realizing he just came back from mind control. Um, uh, and they very quickly make a left turn, uh, that death Archangel is not able to do. Death like Orange Angel is not able to do, and he crashes. And Psylocke is immediately like, I got to go back and get my sword. And he's like, you don't have any other swords? She's like, yeah, but I want that sword. So they have to go back and get it. Yeah. Uh, Deathlock Wolverine is about to kill regular Wolverine when he gets a different uh, command. Mm -hmm. And Wolverine's like, I'll take it. Uh, This different command is they're all being sent over to Phantom X. Phantom X is at his secret chamber uh, here. Um, Deathlock behind him says, what is so important? Uh, and Phantom X goes, it's better that you don't know. And he's like, oh man, you know, uh, this line of code, this message, something's going on. I'm being tracked. Wait a minute. I've been misdirected. Uh, he puts his gun on, uh, Deathlock and turns out this was Deathlock Phantom X. Whoops. Uh, Got him. Super cool. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I've never been misdirected. That, that's weird. <laughs> like, that feels weird. Highly um, off-putting is what he says, which I think is a very yeah. funny, like, ooh, this yeah. one's, this one's very weird. Um, and I, I love this uh, this this little bit here. His secret weapon, uh, where Automaton shows up, and he goes, "That's the bad one," and just points to <laughs> the, the other one. And Automaton just blows him up. Very good. Um, um, yeah. And then yeah, uh, Phantom Box is like, "Hey, you you have to protect the laboratory and its contents. Do not uh, you go in. Do not come out. Don't let anybody in." Um, no matter what, you, yep. no matter what you hear, if you hear me or whatever, you just you stay out there. Uh, and this is when more Deathlocks start approaching Phantom X, and there's a lot more fighting. Yep, uh, Deathlock Wolverine and Deathlock Deadpool specifically, and they're uh, killing Phantom X. Yep. You say, yeah, I, I haven't really absorbed this much damage before. This is going to have a permanent effect on me, no matter what. 
real Deadpool is watching with father and he's like, you know, they're killing him. He's like, oh, that's what he deserves. Watch him die. Watch us save the future. Um, you know, that bully won't pick on you again. Uh, do you see how much I love you? You know, uh, just working this, this thing on Deadpool until he makes a mistake. He says, your father's so pride or so proud. You'll get cake for this Wade cake and a kiss on your forehead as I tuck you in. Uh, and this snaps Deadpool out of it. He's like, wait, that sounds <laughs> actually like, bad. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, he's tucking me in. <laughs> he's giving me a That's kiss. Weird. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> like, and this wakes him up enough so that yeah. he's able to cut off uh, the father's head, just like, soop, and then immediately all of the other Deathlocks start disappearing because that's the way that Back to the Future works. The future didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All of the pictures the faded. Didn't happen. Uh, just in time, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, they get there uh, right in time, you know, uh, and Deadpool, who was having this crisis with the team, is the one who saved the day. You know, they're, uh, Fandom X is like, I think somebody found Father, but you're all here. And he's like, not everybody's here, right? I'm here. Uh, you know, he tells a little joke. He's like, why did the little shoe, uh, why was he unhappy? His father was a loafer and shows father's head on his sword. <laughs> uh, um, classic Deadpool. Yeah, um, classic Deadpool. Deathlock is like um, looking over at the hole that leads to uh, Phantom X's uh, laboratory, which Phantom X just dismissed as like, Phantom X just dismissed as um, like, oh, that's like, a, I had a healing pot in there. I had to put myself back together. Like, you don't, you don't need to get in there. And yeah. it's too dangerous to, 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 to stay. Um, so they all leave and we go to the inside of the library, laboratory where uh, Weapon 15 is waiting and watching where we see Kid Apocalypse uh, with the Wolverine helmet. Um, and, it's, and we see, you know, the name at the bottom in Sabanur, age 847 days. Yeah. So he's rapidly aging Apocalypse. So he didn't kill him. He's putting him in a time chamber. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, to bring him back. Heck yeah. And then next issue, uh, yeah. Shadow King. Who they're also going to rehabilitate. Yeah, yeah. Somebody who I don't care about, but they're going to make seem cool. Uh, yeah, great run. It, it's going to take everything, like... If I read these too far in advance, they're hard to talk about. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be really hard not to just keep reading. Them <laughs> I had um, that problem today because uh, I, I finished the four issues and I was like, I could keep playing God of War or <laughs> I could keep, yeah. I could just keep doing this for a little while. It's good shit. Yeah, it's really good. And they, it's they, they talk fast too. Like we don't, it ends up with us not spending a lot of time like talking about them because they're just good. Like they're real easy and clear and they're not like, you don't have to spend a lot of time trying to decipher what the fuck is happening in them. Um, or, or why people do things exactly yeah you know like that's a big thing when we're when we're reading 70s and 80s comics is like characters do shit that doesn't make sense here this just feels like a like a story like you know it is it is better uh much more cogent yeah absolutely so, i uh i really like it I, the uh yeah in order to not read ahead on this i've just been reading comics before bed and stuff I read the first uh, arc of that uh, Gambit and Rogue Married series. Yeah, you mentioned that to me. You said it was good. What do you, what do you like about it? Yeah. Just fun? It's, it's just fun. Like, it's real light. You know, it's real lightweight. It's real fun. They they introduce uh, Lalandra and Charles Xavier's kid. Oh, okay. Uh, which I'm kind of surprised they've never done that before. Interesting. Yeah, I would be uh, surprised too. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I don't think it's it's amazing. But it's it's probably uh, far better yeah, than you expected good. it to be, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> by, by a significant yeah, yeah. margin. Yes, uh, it's not it's nothing you have to like go out and run to go read. Yeah, but it is fun. It's, a, it's just a highly recommended comic um, book. Yeah, um, yeah, and we're we're gonna be back uh, in a couple weeks next week. Enjoy best quality vacuum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we our 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 sister show on the same day. 
Yeah. yeah. And if you want uh, even more um, DuckFeed content, you can go to DuckFeed.tv slash Patreon. No, Patreon.com slash DuckFeedTV. Sign up. Uh, you get access to the Slack channel and just a literal fucking torrent of not a literal torrent. That's actually a thing to say yeah. an actual like fire hose <laughs> of content to spew at you. Um, a friend of the show, Dex just uh, signed up and he DM'd me. He was like, Oh my, Oh, nice. oh my God, this, this, this Patreon is a gold mine because I didn't know any, all this stuff existed. And I'm like, yeah, dude, there's a lot. <laughs> Have fun. Hey, we, we, uh, we, we didn't feel good giving, you know, asking for money. So we decided to give out tons and tons and tons of stuff. Yeah, of course. Uh, for it. Um, and it's, uh, you know, again, not to toot my own horn, but it's all pretty good. Uh, I want to draw a little bit of attention real quick. Uh, the last couple premium watch out for fireballs have been great. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the one we just did on the evil within two, I think is a real hoot. And then we just recorded one on half-life Alex, which I think is one of our, our better episodes because we're confronted with like weird VR stuff we haven't had to talk about. Yeah. Um, so it was real cool to stretch. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, it's never been a better time. I, uh, Join us. I keep, they keep talking about that PSVR 2, and I just like look at the VR helmet that's in a box beside my desk and think, nah, probably going to bypass this one, my friends. <laughs> like, didn't, yeah. didn't particularly care for the first one, probably going to skip the second one. Like, this is not a, a, f- a format that is of particular interest to me, so see you later. It's, uh, it's very interesting. Like, the doing Alex has really made me kind of cement where I'm at with, with VR, and it's like, some stuff real fun you know it just really depends on the game yeah um yeah but it's also there there's a barrier of entry like i have to like sit down and put on a thing the um you know and clear out a room like it, it's work it's not easy like video games are the most fun i had with it um was darasana and which i didn't finish because okay. it made me motion sick um <laughs> and uh they did a version of keep talking and nobody explodes for the playstation vr mm-hmm. um and doing that at like a christmas party where i did the video game stuff and like people that don't play video games did the binder stuff like i had it printed out um and they were like you know i don't know if you're familiar with that game at all i figured you were but yeah, yeah, yeah. okay um like that kind of asymmetric stuff was was really good um, and then otherwise, it was mostly just like scaring people, like putting my dad in the helmet and making him play the kitchen demo for Resident Evil 7 um, and just having him rip it off his face as fast as possible because he was so scared. Um, that All that stuff was great. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of the... It's fun to watch dads on. I, uh, they, they made a... Uh, one of the Spider-Man movies came out during that mm-hmm. time and uh, Sony produced like a... Like a, a MCU themed Spider Man like VR demo thing. I've heard about that. Uh, yeah. And it was like, you know, at first you're like looking around and you're in New York City and like you're shooting web and you're you're doing this thing and it was like, okay, look up and you see the crane and I'm like, I see the crane and it was like, all right, swing from the crane and I hit the button and it zoomed me over there, not, not in teleport mode, but in like like swing mode and I literally ripped it off as fast as I could. <laughs> I was like, there's no, and I deleted the game immediately. <laughs> My whole body like reacted in a way like just ah, stop it, <laughs> immediately stop it. This is not acceptable. So. It's a. Uh, it's ultimately. Uh, I think what's going to kill the medium is it's not inclusive at all. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it and it doesn't care about being inclusive. Like you either, you don't have the space or the the inner ear that can play it, and you're just fucked. Like it's just not for you. Um. The uh. And that sucks. Uh. I will recommend to you, if you ever decide to fuck around with it again. Uh. Probably the best. My ideal VR game is the room. Yes, that's VR. that's the only I've been. Uh, that's great. If they if they if that stuff comes, out, I don't think it ever came out for PSVR. I should look up and see if it's actually 
because I still have all that stuff. Uh, but that's I was actually really bummed I didn't get to play the Room VR because I'm such a huge fan of all of those games. Like I, I love all of them. Mm-hmm. I've played them all two or three times, like into the lore of the Room <laughs> in a weird way. Yeah. Um, I was really bummed that I couldn't play the VR game because I thought it that there was such a, a natural fit, like to to be able to do stuff like that. Yeah, it it's it's it reacts a lot. It reacts really well to moving stuff around. Yeah. Like you're you're flipping levers and flipping switches and shit and doing that stuff in VR and conceiving of the puzzles that way works. Yeah. That was just like so. the the keep talking, right? Like that was you know you're doing the same thing. You yeah, have a box yeah. in front of you and you're fucking with it as opposed as opposed to swinging across New York City, which I never want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Hey, do you uh, think anywho, this is a good episode? Thanks, everybody. This is a good episode to plug our Twitter, or do you think we should just? <laughs> oh. it's it's never been a better time Uh, uh, yeah there might still be twitter yeah tomorrow Uh, maybe not who knows it's been it's been a tumultuous week maybe not honestly i'd rather just have it rip off the band-aid and just go away at this point rather than this will it or won't it Mm -hmm. shit uh but yeah it's whatever i have i have a lot of thoughts i can't be invested like uh you know it's just a bummer i think for everybody anyway we'll be back in two weeks with more uncanny x-force uh please come hang with us bye yep Yep, yep, yep. Uh, take care, everybody. Later.